0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Happy Thursday and welcome to the Button to Christ Ministry prayer line. I am so sorry. I, I was <laughs> thinking you were able to hear me. Uh, praise God. Thank you, Sister Michelle, for opening up the line. And I just want to welcome everyone on the Buttons to Christ ministry prayer line tonight. And we are going to be fellowshipping and worshipping in spirit and in truth. And for those who are just coming on, we're going to open up um, with a word of prayer. Praise God. Most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for uh, your divine presence that's with us. We're asking now for your Holy Spirit to just condescend, be in the midst of us. We're asking for the mind of Christ, that you will open up our wisdom, give us the wisdom that we need and the understanding as we study your words. We're asking that your words will come alive in our hearts and minds and help us, Lord, that it will bear fruit for your kingdom. Bless us now as we go forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. And so we're going to be reading in First Peter chapter 4, verse uh, 17 to 19, for those who have their Bibles. That's First Peter, chapter 4, verse 17 to 19. Praise God. Lord, bless your words as we open up and read it now in Jesus' name. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begins with us, what shall the end be? Of them that obey not the gospel of God? If the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to Him in well doing, as unto a faithful Creator. So we know that God has been good and We're told in the Word of God that judgment must begin in the house of God. And we are going to look further. What does this mean tonight for us on the line if judgment is beginning in the house of God tonight? If If the righteous scarcely make it, what's going to happen to the sinner and the ungodly? So as we dig in the Word tonight, I would like everyone to just meditate as I sing this song as we continue with the Bible study. And I'm going to sing song number 416, The Judgment Is Set. Praise God. The judgment is set.
2: The books have been opened. How shall we stand in that great day? when every thought and word and action God, the righteous judge, shall wait. How shall we stand in that great day? How shall we stand? In that great day, shall we be found before Him wanting, or oh, with our sins are washed away? The work is begun with those who are sleeping. Soon will the missing here be tried. Out of the books of God's remembrance. His decision to abide. Oh, how shall we stand. That moment of searching, when all our sins, those books reveal. When from the court, each case decided, shall be granted no appeal. How shall we stand in that great day? How shall you stand in that great day? Shall you be found before him wanting or oh, with your sins? All washed away How shall you stand In that great day How shall you stand In that great day Shall you be found Before him wanting Oh, with your sins
1: all washed away. Amen. So I hope as I was saying tonight that individuals on the line are meditating on the question, how shall we stand? And as we go into the study tonight, I just want us to contemplate And think about it. How are we standing as the judgment is set? The books are open. How will we stand? And tonight we are going to have Brother Nigel present the topic to us tonight on the judgment. And I pray that all those on the line tonight will be blessed as we too will be blessed as we listen in as the Holy Spirit brings the word to us as it brings it to you too. All right. God bless you as you listen in. Praise God. Welcome, Brother Nigel.
3: Good night, everybody. Good night, Sister Thomas. How are you all doing? Um, it is a Good night. privilege and a pleasure to join you all one more night for this um, Thursday evening uh, Bible study. Um, it's going to be... Very quick, because there's a lot of material, as usual, uh, to to get through. And so we will do the best we can to be done at eight, 8.40 or 45, I believe. So we have half an hour. So I hope we all have been having a good week so far. And um, if you are not, remember that God is still on the throne. And in spite of our personal situation whatever it might be may we anchor ourselves in Christ knowing that with him all is well so as we come now to look at this topic the final judgment when we think of the word judgment we think of a court case we think of lawyers we think of judge and we think of jury. And uh, I believe when asked what are the most fearful experiences that you can have, one of them has always been a case in court. Nobody wants a case in court. Nobody wants to face the judge. And in some cases, even when we're innocent, we are still apprehensive about standing in front of the judge and if we can be so fearful about standing in front of mere man can you imagine the hearts of many when we have to stand before the great big god to give an account for how we have lived in our bodies how we have lived this life that he has so graciously given us tonight as we look at the judgment we will Come to find out that, in fact, the judgment is good news for the people of God. The judgment represents an end to sin and sorrows. And so without any further ado, um, we will begin to just jump right in. The judgment spoken of in the Bible is very clear, I believe. The Bible is very clear that there is going to be a judgment. The Bible, in fact, is very clear that God is the judge of the universe, that he is the one who gave the laws that governs the universe. And so as we look at the subject of the judgment tonight, we will find out that there are three phases to this final judgment and that will come out as we go but the question that some may still ask is what is the evidence that it is God that presides over the judgment and we can turn to the Bible and look at a few texts where we will see who this judge is and how it will be done. Um, Our first text for tonight is taken from Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 to 10. And, uh, and the summary of that text is as follows. It says that the Ancient of Days was seated and that his throne was as a fiery flame. The Word of God says the court or the judgment was set and the books were opened wow, that sounds like a, vivid, like a vivid scene. We learned from 1 John 2 and verse 1 that we do have an advocate. We do have a lawyer. So, so this is good news already that we are, well, the fact is that we are faced, we will face the judgment whether we expect it or not, whether we want to or not, that day of reckoning is coming. And the good news within that is that we have an advocate. 1 John 2, verse 1, um, tells us that we have an advocate. Sister Thomas, could you just read that text for us that we may see indeed that we do not stand alone as we stand before the judgment bar of God. That's 1
1: John chapter 2, verse 1. Yes. My little children, these things write I unto you, that you sin not. And if, we, if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen.
3: Amen. So, we learn already that the Ancient of Days is seated in the courtroom. We learn now, now that we have an advocate. Who is that advocate? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the righteous. But if we are called... For ju- if, judgment is co- if a case is called in court, there is one more party that there must be. You must have a judge. You must have an advocate. You must have an accused, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. and you must have the accuser. Mm-hmm. Who is this accuser in the judgment? Revelation 12, verse 9 and 10 tells us. Revelation 12, 9 and 10 tells us who is the accuser.
1: Revelation twelve nine and 10 says, And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast out unto the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now has come salvation, strength, and the kingdom of God and the power of of His Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night.
3: Hmm.
1: Mercy.
3: Amen. So yes, there is an accuser, there is a lawyer, mm-hmm. there is a judge, and the judgment we said. Is certain and um, the wise man Solomon also confirms this in the book of Ecclesiastic verses uh, chapter 12 verse 13 and 14 where he says let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man and then he tells us why in verse 14 for God shall bring into judgment every work with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a case in court, and we are thankful to know that indeed we have a lawyer. Maybe. So what, what is the source of evidence used in the judgment, and specifically here the pre-Advent judgment in the first phase, of the final judgment there is what is called uh, the pre-advent judgment why is it called the pre-advent judgment because it takes place before the second coming of christ this pre-advent judgment we see the evidence of it in 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 the book of daniel uh chapter 8 and uh, and as we read daniel chapter 8 we see that this judgment will actually take place, as we said, before the coming of Christ. and um, in the book of 1 Peter four and seventeen, it, sa- it says that so we will learn now now um, who will be ju- or the order, so to speak, of judgment in terms of, of the sinners or the righteous who will be judged first.
1: says. First Peter 4, chapter 17, which was the, also the reading for, this, uh, for the opening scripture. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if first begin with us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God?
3: Amen. 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 And so we learn that the judgment will be in session, and that judgment will begin where the in house the of house of god, god.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: and so revelation twenty verse twelve tells us by what standard we will be judged revelation twenty verse 12 and then we will move to James 2 verse 12 and 1 Corinthians 4.9
1: And I saw the dead small and great stand before God and the books were opened and the other book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of them those things which were written in the books according to their works. Amen.
3: Amen. 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 And James chapter 2 and verse 12 specifically tells us by what law we will be judged and the word used here speak referring to the law of liberty in other words is the 10 commandments so we look at James 2 and verse
1: 12 and James 2 and 12 says so speak ye and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty Amen. Amen. Wow. So
3: so so we learn then that we will be judged by the law of liberty. We will be judged according to our works. Right? And by that by that we know that our works will either be good or evil. The word of God tells us that sin is the transgression of the law. And so if there was no law, it's a commis Mm-hmm. There would be no sin and no one would have anything to answer to. But in fact, there is a law, a holy law given by God mm. to man. And so can you picture now mm-hmm. the courtroom and the judgment being set? We see the we see present the accused, we see the accuser, we see the judge, we see the lawyer. But there is, but there are others there, Sister Comet. Mm. Any idea who those others might be?
4: We are missing witnesses.
3: We are missing what?
4: Witnesses.
3: Okay, so so if the Word of God is is flowing according to how we've been studying so far, then we expect the Bible to speak to this issue. Mm-hmm. Turn to 1 Corinthians 4 and verse 9, and let's read what it says. What, 1
1: Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9 states, for I think, for I think that God has set forth us the apostles last, and as it were appointed to death, for we are made a spectacle unto the world, and to angels, and to men.
3: Wow! So remember now, those of us who are familiar with these British plays, I think it was uh, what, what, what was it Shakespeare who says? All the world is a stage Mm -hmm. and we are just actors. Can you imagine that? He did not know the profound nature of his statement because indeed all the world's a stage and our life are being lived in the presence of holy angels who are watching with bated breath, they are looking on with with excitement and with anticipation because they would like to see vindication of God and of his people. Wow. So, as we talk about the judgment, what portion of a person's life do you think will be considered in the pre-Advent judgment? What will be confirmed? And how will rewards be decided hmm. we read that first text already um, from, 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 from the book of Ecclesiastic, where the word of God says every work hmm. not just some, hmm. every work including every secret things. I hear people talk about um, skeletons in the closet well guess what, everything will be thrown out of the closet and everything will be examined so your works will be examined whether it is good or Evil and ecclesiastic again twelve and verse fourteen man looks at the outward, but God looks at the heart, and so there are many men who we, with our carnal eyes uh, see as see them as good men and and we are inclined to judge of such, but God does not look at the outward, he looks at the heart, and so in the judgment we do not accuse our brothers and sisters in the faith. That is not our job. It is said that when you point one finger forward, three or four comes back at you. So the word of God says in Matthew 13 and verse 30 and 41, Sister Karmis, could you read that for us?
1: Matthew uh, 13 verse 30 says, Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather he together first the tears, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather he the wheat unto my barn. And verse 41 says, The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity.
3: Amen. And so, I, I thank God that we on earth now as brothers and sisters in the faith that it is not for me to pass judgment on another child of god the word of god says that god god himself the lord of the harvest he will come and he will do the reaping and his angels also will participate in this reaping activity and so when we see our fellow brothers and sisters and they look like tears Sometimes they are just weak wheat. You get that? Hmm. If, if, a, if, if a strand of wheat or other plant is being grown in an area with others, but for some reason that one is not getting enough water or enough sunlight, you might see the leaves may, may look smaller. It may look shriveled, and it may not even look like the good plant. It may look like a tear. Hmm. But in fact, it is just weak wheat. And if we do our part to encourage, to, to neutrify this plant, if we encourage our brothers and sisters in the faith, we could see them growing in grace and knowledge of God. We could see their symbolic leaves being lush and looking healthy. And so we know that, indeed, um, 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 we have wheat and tears. But that judgment is to be made by God, and so we must always encourage our brothers and sisters in the faith, lest who we think are wheat mm. turns out, at, who we think are tears yes. turns out to be wheat, wheat. and lest mm. we be found being tears instead of wheat. wheat. Amen. So, we see here that every portion Of our lives or the entire spectrum of our lives is being considered in the judgment and God knows all that we have done and when we have repented and have confessed for sins he sees that too and it is written in the book of our record every detail of our lives will be reviewed the judgment will confirm who will be saved of those who claim to be Christians. It will doubtless also confirm as lost those whose names are not judged in the prayer advent judgment. Although we are saved by grace, rewards will be given based upon works, deeds, or conduct, which proves the genuineness of Christian faith. And James two twenty six speaks to this issue. So we said, yes, that there are three phases in the final judgment. The first phase, which is called the pre-advent judgment, which takes place in, the, in this period of time before Christ comes. And now we go to the second phase of the final judgment.
1: And what's that second phase? What is the second phase? And, and how do we, what is it about? What is it involve?
3: Okay, the second phase of judgment takes place during the 1,000 years of Revelation chapter 20. And we will now learn the purpose of this phase of judgment. 1 Corinthians 6 and verse 2 and, and also 3 helps us to answer this question. So please turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 2 and Three, and then we will go to Revelation 20 and verse
1: 4. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 and 3 states, Do, he, do ye not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, you are ye not unworthily to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that what, that we shall judge angels? How much more things that pertain to this life?
3: Wow! And so and so during the during the one thousand years we will participate in the judgment of of the of the angels. It says angels there, but fallen angels, I believe. And we will be able to examine the records of the of, of, of others also revelation twenty and verse four says, "I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was committed to them and friends, this is talking about the saints, and this phase of judgment is like a review of the records of of of, of, God's, of the people. It's a review of the records of individuals that will be considered here now. And so there are many individuals who may wonder, why is it that my pastor wasn't saved? Why is it that my family member wasn't saved? Friends, this, what, during this 1,000-year period, we get a chance to review the record. And as we review the records, we will ultimately agree with God's decision regarding the eternal fate of each one. It will become obvious that all the judgment that all of God's judgment is not arbitrary. Instead, it simply confirms the choices that people have already made to serve their Lord and Savior. So in other words, then, in reviewing these records, what we will see is that each individual by his own action have chosen whether he was going to be saved or lost. And so God has given us the powerful tool of freedom of choice, liberty of conscience. God does not force the hand of any man, but he woos us. He tries to show us the way that we ought to go because he knows the way that the righteous must take, and he knows that if we fail to take that way, that we will ultimately be lost. And God, as we know, he died so that we will all have life and that none should perish. So we talked about the second phase, and we, there is also a third phase in the final judgment.
1: So when and where will the third phase of the final judgment take place? What new group will be presented at this phase of judgment? Okay,
3: so this phase is very, is very critical. And there are some scholars who call this phase of judgment the executive judgment And this is where the result, the result, the verdict, Mm -hmm. the verdict is announced and the sentencing is pronounced. So we see from Zechariah 14, verse, verse 4, 5, and 10, and I will just read that in the interest of time. In that day, his feet, which is Christ's feet, will stand upon the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem. Thus the Lord God will come, and all the saints with him. All the land shall be turned into a plain from Giba to Rimon, south of Jerusalem, Zechariah 4, verse 5, sorry, verse 4, 5, and 10. So in this judgment, we see where Christ returned after the 1,000 years, and we have many references in Scripture to this, that Christ will come and the saints will be with him. John in Revelation 21, 2 says, I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, coming down out of heaven from God. And, and, and if we read further in that passage, we realize that the saints are actually already in the city. Yes. And Revelation 20, verse 7 and 8 says, When the thousand years have expired, Satan will go to deceive the nation, to gather them, together to battle so what is happening there you may ask the comments. Mm-hmm. what is happening here is that is that when christ returns mm-hmm. they, they well first of all at the beginning of the thousand years when christ came the second time the first time was when he came in jerusalem right is when he came as a baby. baby
2: right?
3: right? Mm-hmm. The second time, the mm-hmm. second coming of Christ, which is which is what we are looking forward Amen. to seeing now. When he comes, the word of God says the dead in Christ shall rise,
2: rise first, first. Yes. first yes.
3: and the dead who are not in Christ will remain in the grave. Mm-hmm. Of those who are alive, the, the the those that are alive will be caught up to meet him in the air. But also the word of God says that the brightness of the coming of Christ will slay the wicked. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. I always say, Sister Thomas, the same sun, the same sun that melts butter, mm-hmm. will harden clay. Mm-hmm. so those who are in Christ would have been longing and waiting for him and when we see him we will say Lord this is our God we've waited for him and he's come to save us and we will run as it were to meet him mm-hmm. while there will be others who will run away from him Revelation described the great men and the rich men and the mighty men they will run to the rocks and, and ask the rock to fall on them to hide them from the face of him that cometh if Christ is not your friend now you will flee from him in the judgment. you will not run to meet him as he is as he appears to our eyes, mm-hmm. and so we said that the the wicked those who are not in Christ, will fall dead at the coming of Christ and so now, the one thousand years
2: mm-hmm.
3: during the one thousand years, we shall be examining the records, so we will get to understand why. Some were lost and why some were saved. Mm -hmm. And we will agree that God has been just and that God has been true Mm -hmm. and that he has been righteous. And Revelation 2, 21, I think, which is after the 1,000 years, Mm -hmm. it says that God will wipe every tear from our eyes. Mm -hmm. And the reason why there might be tears during the 1,000 years is that people will be crying for their loved one, People will be crying for their friends, their pastors, Mm -hmm. their relatives, their children, and so forth. But at the end of it all, when God shows that he was just honoring their choice in the judgment, the word of God says that God shall wipe Mm -hmm. away every tear from our eyes. And so at the end of the 1,000-year period now, the righteous, the saints are mm-hmm. in the city. Yeah. The the wicked are still in the grave, mm-hmm. but the wicked will be raised. Mm-hmm. The wicked will be raised from the dead to face the sentencing after the judgment has been pronounced. And so we see here where the third phase um, takes place at the end of the 1,000 years, as I said, after Christ returned to earth with the holy city. All the wicked who have ever lived, including the devil, his angels will be present. At the close of the 1,000 years, the wicked dead of all ages will be raised. And I'm I'm paraphrasing here from Revelation 20 and verse 5. Now, we see here where, where, where Satan will launch a powerful propaganda campaign to deceive them. And what is happening here is that, there is a time gap, it appears, Sister Thomas, mm-hmm. between when the dead are raised and when the ultimate um, um, sentencing is pronounced on them. And it seems to me here, it seems to me here as if even though God knows their heart mm-hmm. and, and and even though the saints in the city have reviewed the record, and, and, and seeing that indeed the they, 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 they judgment has been conducted fairly. God has given them time mm-hmm. to manifest their character one more time. Wow,
1: what a merciful God.
3: The enemy during that small space of time mm-hmm. between when Christ has raised the dead mm-hmm. and when the judgment is executed upon them the devil will move quickly mm-hmm. to deceive the nations just as he deceived one third of the, the the angels in heaven just as he deceived Adam and Eve just as he has deceived us and just as he tried to deceive Christ and mm-hmm. failed of course Amen. but he will go again and remember now that these individuals who were raised have already voted for satan and so really Mm -hmm. when he comes and uh, to to deceive them to 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 try to tell them that look let us go take the city Mm -hmm. guess what
2: Mm -hmm. can
3: you believe they agree with him but because you remember when christ said to the scribes and the pharisees Mm -hmm. "Ye are of your father the devil Mm -hmm. and so like father like children Yes. And, and they have the same mind this is a this is a confirmation that 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 while the saints of God possess the mind of Christ, mm-hmm. the followers of Satan have oh. now been possessed with whose mind
1: satan's mind
3: with his mind, yes. and friends, this is a decision for us to take now. Now is the time for us to to choose ye this day which God we will serve. If God be God, serve Mm -hmm. him. And if Satan is your God, oh boy, Mm -hmm. if Satan is your God, you know what to do. Mm -hmm. But now is the time. And if we are in the camp of the enemy, even now, God has still extended our probation that we may turn from sin and turn to righteousness before it is too late. And so as Satan has deceived them and they now move to capture the city, what next happens? Revelation 20 and verse 9 tells us.
1: And it says, Revelation 29 says, And they went up on the breadth of the earth, compassing the camp of the saints about. And the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Wow.
2: Mm.
3: So we see here that Satan, mm-hmm. that same Fallen an angel, the mm-hmm. devil. He mm-hmm. was defeated in heaven. Mm-hmm. He was defeated at the, at the cross. cross, and then he he will be defeated when Christ okay. returns. And here, mm-hmm. the last chapter of the book of his life, mm-hmm. we see where he launches one more attack, mm-hmm. and again, he is defeated Mm. and so we see where revelation 2012 tells us exactly what happened
1: and so revelation 2012 says and i saw the dead small and great standing before god and the books were opened and the other books were open which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works praise God.
3: Okay, thank you for that text, but guess what? That's not the text I wanted. The text I wanted was actually was actually Revelation 21. Mm -hmm. Revelation 20, I believe. Yes. So, Revelation 20, verse Eight. So we go back, let us back up a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
3: to, to verse 7, and we'll, we will read from verse 7, and I will read down. It mm-hmm. says here, And when the thousand years were expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Verse 8 says, And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four, quart- four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compass the camp of the saints about and the beloved city. In other words, they surround the new Jerusalem and are ready to launch an attack. And as they move towards the city in one final act
2: Hmm.
3: of destruction, one final act to destroy the people of God, one final act Hmm. to take the throne of God. And the word of God says that fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And verse 10, could you read it for me?
1: And the devil, Revelation 20 verse 10 says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophets are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Amen.
3: Wow. Wow. Wow, and so and so and so and so, in this the time of judgment, each soul recalls his own life story. God God's constant, warm, pleading call to repent, that, wo- that wooing, still small voice, the awesome conviction that often came. The repeated refusals to respond, it is all there. Its accuracy is incontestable. Mm -hmm. Its facts are irrefutable. Mm -hmm. God wants the wicked to fully understand. He will provide any details desired in order to make things clear. What are we talking about? We're talking about the books that were open in heaven. We're talking about Mm -hmm. the record that are available, that record that will will reveal all the action and all the intents of the heart of all those who were lost. Mm -hmm. So God is not involved in some celestial cover-up. God is transparent. Mm -hmm. He has not destroyed any evidence. Mm -hmm. There is nothing to hide Everything is open and every person who has ever lived and all the good and bad angels of all the good and bad angels will all the good angels and the bad angel will be reviewing the drama of dramas. Mercy. So when each individual is pierced, and this was before the final destruction when the fire came down from heaven based upon the word of god it it it, it says here that that the lost will fall to their knees so as we talk about as we talk about uh the uh, the the, their hearts being 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 pierced and, and 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 as they contemplate their life they remember how god to woo them, so mm-hmm. to speak. The many times that God attempted to woo them, how he drew them with his cause of love and their refusal over mm-hmm. and over again, they they, they they, 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 neglected and rejected the still small voice. Mm-hmm. As they contemplate that, the word of God says that every knee
2: mm-hmm.
3: shall bow. They all will fall To their knees, the word of God says every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So even, even in the final scene, we Mm -hmm. see where even the wicked will agree that God is just and true and righteous and holy and that they receive the judgment, the the justice that they fully deserved. Imagine Mm that.
1: So. Can I ask you a question yes. then? So, Brother Nigel, so what final steps will eradicate sin from the universe and provide a secure home and future for the righteous?
3: Very, very good question. And I will go back first. <laughs> first, go, I'll go back to Revelation um, 29 and 10, which I think we read, we read already. And I'm going to ask you mm-hmm. to read it again, and we will see what will happen. Uh, as God now moves to eradicate sin from the universe, and we will see that not only sin will be destroyed, but sinners
1: also. And it says in Revelation 29 says, and they went up on the breath of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Amen.
3: Wow and so we see there the this Re- revelation 29 and 10
1: 9 and 10 of oh, yes. sorry. and so 10 states and the devil that deceived them were cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the they're the beast the false prophets are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever and it's forever and ever forever and ever and ever and I'm sorry could you saying, ask the question again Cuz I'm I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm I'm hearing what the word of God is saying and it's saying that the devil is going to be tormented day and night forever and ever So the devil will be cast into the lake of fire and brimstone and the beast of false prophets and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever Will it be a continuum forever and ever
3: Okay this is a question that many have asked and that and, and there is a a very great misunderstanding about, 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 about this text. We see in the Word of God where words have changed meaning uh, between Bible times and now. The word forever, the word forever we see means for, uh, it can be for a specific duration mm-hmm. or it can be forever, for instance in terms of it being a specific duration mm-hmm. we see in the old testament where where the, the the rules were given governing 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 uh slaves because sometimes people not that god sanctioned mm-hmm. slavery but based on its prevalence at the time it was regulated and so we saw where if a, if, if a man was sold in, into slavery or had to go into slavery because of um um owed debt or for whatever reason which would be for a specific number of years now when this amount of years have expired we Mm -hmm. see where for instance the man got married during the time that he was a slave and he had children Mm -hmm. if that time ended he would have had to leave his family and uh, and take his freedom but but slavery in that sense was not as as it was now Mm -hmm. and so they were treated very well they probably got a life better than they had before not trying to justify slavery or anything but in that time that is how that is how it was Mm -hmm. and so this slave because his master treated him good Mm -hmm. and because he had he was enjoying the life that he was living the word of god says that that slave could decide to stay Mm
2: -hmm.
3: with his master Mm -hmm. and so it the regulation was for the master to put a mark upon him and he the slave will serve him forever
2: mm-hmm.
3: how long is forever forever would be for as long as he lived okay. obviously when he died he would no longer be okay. we saw also the fires of sodom and gomaro right. the word of god says that the the, the 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 fires of sodom and Gomorrah would burn forever, forever. how long is forever the fires of Sodom and Gomorrah burnt until there was nothing left to burn, until everything was ash. And the Word of God tells us clearly, I believe it is in uh, Ezekiel or Jeremiah, that the devil shall burn and become stubble. He yeah. shall be ashes. Yeah. And so the forever here is for as long as there is still something to burn. Okay. When everything is burnt out, then the fire will Seize. Okay.
1: Thank, Thank
3: you. you very much you. for that. So,
1: so Pleasure. you're saying so? So we're looking at the final. Um, we're looking at the final step that will eradicate sin from the universe and provide a secure home and future for the righteous. Now, where would the righteous be? Where's their secure home?
3: Okay. So, beautiful. Beautiful. And the text reference for what I just said about um, the wicked uh, being burnt to ashes Mm -hmm. um we can turn to malachi Mm -hmm. 4 and verse 3 i don't know if we have time to Mm -hmm. to to read that text but i think it is so important Mm -hmm. that maybe we should read this text so that we can put things into perspective malachi 4 4
1: and verse 3 3. and malachi 4 and verse 3 says you shall tread down the wicked for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet In the day that I shall do this, said the Lord of hosts.
3: Amen. Amen, amen. And that is just a a confirmation of what was said before. And so now, we are talking about the, 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 the final steps to eradicate sin and what will happen afterwards. So we talk about how sin and sinners will be destroyed. And guess what? Now is where it gets better. Now is where we come back into good news the word of god says in in isaiah 65 and verse 17 it tells us what god is going to do and also to to back that one up is 2 peter 3 um verse 13 and i'm going to ask you just to read all these three texts and the final one revelation 21 and verse 3 so could you read for me um I, okay. isaiah 65 verse 17 first.
1: isaiah isaiah 65 verse 17 says behold i create a new heaven and a new earth and the form shall not be remembered nor come into mind amen, amen. and first peter chapter 3 verse uh, 13, 13 says first yeah. peter chapter 3 verse 13 says nevertheless we according to his promise look for a new heaven and a new earth wherein righteousness dwell praise amen. god amen and revelation 21:3 and, revelation
3: 21, three, and 21. this is one that I really love very much revelation 22:3 says
1: and it says and I heard a great voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of God is with man and he shall dwell with them and they shall be his people and the God himself shall be with them and be their God hallelujah Amen.
3: amen 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 so friends as we see as we as we see how we um look at the final events concerning the eradication of sin and the creation of a new heaven and earth we see where fire came down from heaven and fall upon the wicked the fire will completely eradicate sin and sinners from the universe forever this will be a time of deep sadness and trauma for God's people, virtually every person will have a loved friend, loved one or friend in the fire. Guardian angels will probably weep over the loss of the people they protected and loved for years. Christ will doubtless, doubtless weep over those he loved and pled for so long. At that awful moment, the God, the anguish of God, our loving Father, will defy description. Friends, God will ex- experience greater sorrow than we could ever imagine because all of the resources of heaven was poured out for the saving of our soul. God actually gave the life of his son so that your life could be, could, could be saved. And the song says that, what? nobody's fault but
5: mine
3: i'm thinking of this (laughs) song i'm thinking of this song i'm thinking i'm thinking of this song song, and i'm just pausing if i should die and my soul shall be lost lost, it's nobody's fault but my own it's a sobering uh, I, I, I'm, I'm song, and, and 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 to each of us as we contemplate that, we must come to know that indeed God has done all that could be done for the saving of your soul and mine. And friends, remember, even the trial, the tribulation, the hardship and anguish that we go through in this life, Romans 8 verse 28 says, all things work together for good yeah. to them that love God and are called according To his purposes, and so even the trials, God somehow what the enemy meant for evil, God turned them around for good and used them to build to build our character for the saving of our souls. And so, friends, as we contemplate the good news of the judgment, we said the judgment is good news, and why we said the judgment is good news is that God it reveals how God is handling the sin problem and how his character will be vindicated before the entire universe and also Suzette Mm -hmm. also Sister Suzette, Sister Comet judgment will be decided in the favor of God's people judgment will be declared in favor of the saints so isn't that good news? news the righteous will be saved from sin for how long? For eternity. Amen. Nahum, the book of Nahum, mm-hmm. uh, the, the word of God says, mm-hmm. that the affliction shall not rise again. Amen. We will not go through this mm-hmm. situation where the virus of sin has eradicated every inch of, the, uh, of this earth. It will be no more. The word of God says, sin and sinners will, mm-hmm. ne, will not be. And affliction will never, ever rise again. And so we are thankful, we are thankful, we are thankful that we have an author, an attorney. We have a lawyer in this Amen. judgment, which is Jesus Christ. And guess yes. what? The father, <laughs> the father who sits on the throne, Amen. we have to remember John God. chapter 3 and verse 16, Amen. for who? For God so I loved love the, the world, world that he gave his only yes. begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Friends, Amen. both the father and the son loves us. Amen. It is the accuser, which is the devil, who hates us. And Amen. guess what? The father and the son who loves us is the judge. One is, one is the judge, one and is one, one is our lawyer. Glory we can't lose. Amen. We Lord. cannot lose and Amazing. can i take i wish i had time to tell you this quick story that i was on my way to a location some some so, some years ago and it so happened that i ended up get got a ticket from a, a a police officer and i thought it was unfair and so i decided that i was gonna press the matter
2: mm-hmm.
3: so when the day came
2: mm-hmm.
3: i was apprehensive as everybody else is in going in going Um, before before the judge Mm
2: -hmm.
3: when I walked through the door Mm -hmm. into the room Mm -hmm. I recognized the judge was the daughter of my friend the judge was the daughter of my friend and when she saw me Mm. she smiled (laughs) and when I saw that I started celebrating already and it turned out that it was a good day friends the judge is your friend. Amen. The lawyer Jesus
2: is friend. your friend. Praise and
3: Lord. the lawyer is a righteous lawyer. Amen. And he pleads his character in your place. God. His life for, for mine.
5: Amen.
3: There is a song that says, his life for mine. Hmm. What an exchange. And when the father hmm. looks upon the life of his son, he will vindicate. Our, our, our character. And we must remember before I close mm-hmm. that the judgment, the main purpose of the judgment in the primary sense, it is God who is on trial. Yes. Imagine that. Yes. We are his witnesses. Mm-hmm. But we being witnesses, in, in, in the act of being witnesses, we have to be cross-examined. Yeah. The witness must be cross-examined to determine his credibility mm-hmm. in, in, in what he's testifying mm-hmm. about and so, God's character is to be vindicated, and we, by God's grace, should be good witnesses that we, through our lives, it works in the vindication of God's character. May God bless us, and may, our, may we live our life in such a way that, that, that our life will be a good testimony and will work towards the vindication of the character of God. And so, friends— we we thank you for joining us. We thank you for joining joining us tonight, even as we contemplate the situation related to the judgment. And my question to you, Sister Commerce, my question to myself and to you out there and to all who are listening is this how shall we stand in that great day? Hmm. How shall we stand on the day of judgment? Friends, you have a case in court. You need to get your lawyer now. Amen. The day of judgment will be too late. There is a lawyer that is waiting to take on your case. And in fact, he has begun working at it already. And if you consent, he will stand on your behalf and in your behalf, and God will be vindicated, and you will be vindicated also. But friends, now is the time to accept him in your life. Now is the time to give him your full loyalty. Now is the time for you to repent before it is too late. The Word of God says today, is the acceptable day. Now is the time to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior so that in the judgment you will stand, not by strength nor by power, but through the agency of the Holy Spirit with God the Father's judge and Christ as your lawyer. Friends, we can't lose this one. We can't lose if we choose Jesus as our lawyer. Thank you very much. As, as we come now to the end, and I close with prayer. Merciful, loving, wonderful, eternal God and our Heavenly Father, as we pause this evening contemplating the idea of the judgment, and Lord, we see where we have an accuser, the devil himself. And Lord, we know that the devil is a liar a thief, and a murderer. And as he accused us before you day and night, Lord, of ourselves, we cannot stand. Lord, in fact, we are guilty as charged. And without you, Lord, we have no hope of winning this case. Without you, Lord, we have no hope of surviving this judgment. But, O oh God, I thank you that in our predicament we see Jesus high and lifted up. In our predicament, Lord, he calls us to accept him as our lawyer. In this case, Lord, he asks us to surrender to him that he may take up our, our case and plead to his Father that we who deserve to be sentenced to death, that his life shall stand for our life. And so we who deserve to die shall live and have life more abundantly if we only allow him to plead our case before his father. Lord, we thank your God that we have an advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous. We thank your God that you are the righteous judge. We thank your God that you have dealt with this manner of sin and sinners in a transparent way that the entire universe will, will 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 see and know that you are fair and you are loving and that you are righteous. I thank you, God, that by your grace we can be saved. And when we are in your kingdom, Lord, we will happily pass our crowns at your feet, recognizing, Lord, that it was not that there was nothing in us to commend us to you, but it was because of Jesus and all that he did for the saving of our souls. So, Lord, we thank you and we praise you for all your workings on our behalf. We thank you and praise your God that through Jesus Christ we may stand in this judgment. So, Lord, we worship you and we praise you, Lord, as we look forward to your soon coming. In Jesus' name I pray.
2: Amen
1: amen praise god praise god i just want to thank everyone for uh just staying um with us and we're opening up for any questions or um comments that anyone has online is there any questions or comments that anyone has online for brother nigel for the study tonight on the judgment
4: good evening good evening hi good evening
1: good evening good
4: evening
1: sister
5: Walter.
4: how are you both giving praise and thanks, glory to God. (laughs) All the time, all the time. Thank you for that beautiful study tonight. And um, um, my question is, uh, um, how will we stand? How will we stand? And, um, we are going to be judging um even the angels.
2: Mm-hmm. But
4: those will be the righteous that will be doing doing the judging and it will it be here on the earth in the new when the earth made new or will it be in in heaven?
2: When yes, we
4: will be judging mm-hmm. in heaven.
3: Amen. Mm-hmm. Good night, Sister Walters. Thank you very much. Good night. For, Thank you very much for your question. Uh, so, uh, based upon the word of God, we will judge, I say judge, quote unquote, um, um, because, in fact, based upon the word, we believe that what we will do is examine the record of those who are lost. And this includes both the fallen angels, and 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 sinners those who did not give their lives to christ so we will we will examine the record of wicked men and wicked angels and so god will allow us this privilege that his character may be shown to be pure and to be holy and good yes uh
4: i don't know if my question i have a question that i want to ask, but I don't know if it's pertaining to uh, the study. Um, For the people that love the Lord, but they don't worship on his Sabbath, and they know that the Sabbath is the Sabbath, but they still love the Lord, but they don't worship on the Sabbath. What about those people? Okay, first
3: of all, you see, and this is part of the reason for the judgment. Man look at the outward, but God looks at the heart. And and this thing is so very complicated that we should really um be very careful in um in, in assessing the situation because for many of our sister waters, we may say, uh, this person knows about the Sabbath because I told him about it. Yes, you did. But was he convicted? Maybe not. You see? And and only God knows when that individual reached that point of conviction. And so because we do not know, that one will have to be left in the hands of, our, of the Lord we we must prepare ourselves that we be that we may be better witness each day we must study the word of god that we can bring it across in a way that individuals can understand and and our lives must back up what we're saying to otherwise it will go against our testimony now now we know that the time of probation is not yet closed and the sunday law is not yet passed either and so throughout the centuries, throughout the centuries since Christ, there have been many Christians of all uh, religious denominations who have lived up to the light that they had, and they served God according to the knowledge that they had. And we believe that those individuals will be saved. There will come a time after the passing of the National Sunday Law, when it will, co- it will become clear what God's requirements are, and at that time, no man will have an excuse. But the Word of God says in times of ignorance, God will wink. But when knowledge comes, he commands every man everywhere to repent. Thank you very much for your question.
1: Thank Amen. you. I hope that's Hi. Um, go ahead, my sister.
4: Yes sorry ca- Yes, I do. This is okay, sister welcome. Vashti
1: hi welcome to S- sister Vashti. Great to have you online. go ahead
4: okay um uh the scriptures say everyone shall stand for the judgment, right whether it be good or evil. Oh. So my question is <laughs> if we, if we done something evil and we repent and the Lord forgive us. Um, does that come back up in judgment? No. no. Okay. So so
3: for for those who do not make a stand for Christ in the, in the either before they die, which your probation closed anyway, or if your probation closes at the Sunday law, or if your probation closes when Christ returns and so we just talked about that That's three possible time when your probation can close right and so and so if at the time of the closing of your probation you have not um given your life Christ, then every evil that you do will
4: come back in the judgment okay but my, my question yes. is if Okay, if we repent of the evil thing we do.
3: Yes, repent
4: no. and um, believe that we are been forgiven. Amen. I'm coming to that
3: part now. So, okay. Sorry. So now, so now, so now if you have given your life to Christ. Right? If you have yes. given your life to Christ in true repentance, your mm-hmm. sin, your sin will not come up in the judgment. Yeah. The, the, the righteous will pass over the judgment, so to speak. All that, all that you have been forgiven for, the word of God says that, that they were cast in the what? In the, in the depth of the sea mm-hmm. and, and will be remembered mm-hmm. no, more. no more. And my sister mm-hmm. Vashti, Vashti, I remember my very good friend who I really believe that God called him in a powerful way. This gentleman came to Christ. And he was so repentant that 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 he or he was so keen of his sinfulness, right? Okay. And when he repented, he said, "My God, I cannot afford for these things that I've done. He cannot afford for any of those deeds to come up against him in the judgment." And he was assured by our elders, you know that guess what? Okay. Once God has forgiven you and you and yes. you have truly demonstrated true repentance, you will not yes. have to, to 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 face those things in the judgment. Thank God that He cast them in the depth of the sea to remember them no more. Hello. Thank you for your question. Okay
2: hello, um
4: Hello I wanna ask a question I'm um for the Nigel. good night good night my dear good night praise God um when the judgment and when um the the bible said that he will wipe away all tears so people will be still weeping for their loved one when they come up and they don't see them Is that why i said they will wipe away all tears
3: yes thank you very much sister sandra and just for the benefit of all just for the benefit of all who are listening she's quoting from She's quoting from Revelation 21 and verse 4, which we mentioned, and it reads as follows, And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. That's and so and so now, and so now, just to, just to put it into, into, into perspective, and if you look at it in a chronological order, Christ returns. Then there's a 1,000-year period of, um, of examining the records, and I believe and I, and I believe that, that that is Revelation chapter 20. And coming down into Revelation 21, which would be after the 1,000-year period, where John said, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth was passed away, and there was no more sea. And John described how he saw the holy city coming down from heaven coming down out of heaven from god and so and so we see here uh, remember revelation also tells us that when the holy when when the new jerusalem uh uh came down after the 1000 years the 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 wicked along with satan tried to attack the city right all of that took place after the 1,000 years. And so, based upon the Word of God, we see here that it was after the close of the 1,000-year period, which is, which is the time during which the, the the examination of the record will take place. So it would be after we see why those who are lost are lost, that God will wipe away the tears. And so, no doubt, Sister Comis, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of weeping takes place during that 1000 years period when we look at the record of our loved ones and those people who we knew. So I hope that suffice for now to say yes. I believe there will be weeping during the 1,000-year period. Thank you.
1: Amen. So are uh, the lines still open for anyone with any questions? For those who are new, press star-star to unmute your phone. And anyone that's not giving a question, if you can mute your phone so we're not hearing any background noises. So star, star for Hello? anyone who's new. Hello. Hi, good night. Hi, good night.
5: Yes, I, hi. I just want to clarify when he was saying um, the critical phase of the verdict, I, I I wasn't quite sure I got all the information. Because he was saying something about running to the rocks, and they were hiding um hiding because of their brightness. I don't know if I got all the um, information correct.
3: Okay, so, so what you're referring to is where we spoke about. We said, well, first of all, we said there are three, comings, um, mm-hmm. of Christ, so to speak. We talk about the first coming of Christ was when he came as a babe, in Jerusalem, and then the anticipated coming, of Christ, which is the second coming when he returns, okay? And then we talk about the other coming, which is when the new Jerusalem um, comes down to earth after the 1,000-year period. And I think I might, miss, I might have missed a part of that question.
1: So, So what I'm getting from Sister Elaine is Sister Elaine is asking about um, the coming of Christ when um, it's saying individuals will be running to the rocks to ask, um, to hide from his face, which is in Revelation. So that would be, um, sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you speak on that.
3: Okay. So Revelation, and I'm trying to remember, and I'm trying to remember the is verse
1: it six? It six? and I'm trying to
3: remember the verse, but the word of God describes that when Christ returns, the, the people of God, the people of God, will run to meet him, so to speak, saying, Lo, this is our God. We've waited for him and he has come to save us. But the men who are not of God, which means that they are part of who are considered uh to be to be the wicked. We look in in, in Revelation chapter six and verse fourteen says, notice this now, verse fourteen says that the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together and every mountain and island were moved from their places, Revelation 6 and verse 14. And this is described in the scene as Christ returns the second time. Okay? the Verse 15 says, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountain. Verse 16 says, And said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? That revelation, chapter 6, verse 12, all the way down to 17. And that song that Sister Comis sang, how shall we stand, is taken from this verse here, verse 17, where they said, for the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Amen. I hope we answered your question.
5: So, Sister Elaine, was that clear? Did that answer your question, Sister Elaine? Yes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, ask, yeah, but since he went over something else that I didn't get because I, I didn't, well, I wasn't talking about that. He was saying something about the first and second. Can you just repeat that because I was really focused on when I asked him about, which you explained okay. to him when I was asking. He mentioned something else, which is the first, second, and third. He was saying the coming as a baby, and then I missed what he said about the second because he was talking really fast. Okay. Okay, so I'll
2: do
3: that. I'll do that once more. Um. We, we are familiar with what is called the second coming of Christ, which is when Christ will return, will return to the earth, right? And he will take the saints away from this earth. So we said the first time that Christ came was when he came as a baby in a manger, right? In Jerusalem. Okay. That's the first time. So his second coming, which is the one that we're looking forward to, is where Christ returns to the earth, and and he the right well the brightness of his coming the word of God says will slay the wicked, and those that are alive will be caught up in the air along with those who were dead in Christ. So 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 when Christ returns, those who were wicked and died they will remain in the grave. Those who had given their lives to Christ and were dead were raised from the dead. Those who are alive at the time when Christ returned, they will be caught up to meet him in the air, as the book of Thessalonians tell us. And those wicked who were alive to see his coming, the word of God says that the brightness of the coming of Christ will slay the wicked. And the reason for that is that, Sin cannot stand in the presence of the holy God. Of a holy God, so to, to sin, God is a consuming fire. And so, whoever is possessing sin when Christ shall return, they shall be slain by the brightness of His coming. And the third coming is when Christ and the saints come in the city, and the city comes down to earth. I hope that has made it a little bit
1: clearer. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Brother Nigel. Anyone else with any questions or comments regarding uh, the topic for tonight on the judgment? Press star,
4: star for anyone who's new to give a uh, comment. Brother Nigel, Hello. I have another question. Um, when when the third time when the, the new heaven and the new earth comes down, will all the people with the angels like abram and i abram and um and enoch and elijah and moses will they come in the new jerusalem in the new earth when the earth made new and will jesus spend time with us here on the earth made new <laughs>
3: amen 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 sister very good question let me tell you something when i was a child the picture that i had of the new earth after christ's return was 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 of some people up there in the sky uh uh, floating on clouds and playing harps
2: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) and and if that is so i think we would be we would get bored pretty quickly don't you say,: yes. yes, we would, so, but guess what? It will not be so, because our highest joy in the kingdom, our highest joy in the kingdom, will be will be our fellowship, our fellowship with God, and I'm looking for a text here, I'm looking for a text here, um, um revelation. Revelation chapter, chapter, chapter 20. Let me, let me read verse 22. It says, and I saw no temple therein, talking about, talking about the city. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need for the sun, neither of the moon, to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof and the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it, and the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor to it. The gates shall not, the gates of it shall not be shut, but at day or by night, and there shall be no night either. They shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and it, and, and, and it repeats that. But the idea here is that is that Revelation 21 one two also tell us that 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 uh, verse 3 says i heard a voice out of heaven saying behold the tabernacle of god is with men and he will what he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and god himself shall be what with them and be their god so sister sister oh the greatest and highest joy that we shall have in the kingdom of god is to fellowship with god and with Christ. Picture that. Through the ceaseless ages of eternity. And we know that we will be able to fellowship with the angels. We will be able to fellowship with, 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 with uh, Abraham, with, with Abraham Isaac. and Isaac. But as the song said, as the song said, they saw Abraham, they saw Isaac. But then the songwriter says, I want to see who? Jesus. Jesus for he's the one who, who gave his life for my for my sins. And I say, sister, that we know that in the New Jerusalem, the very first the very first congregation in heaven, heaven. God says He's gone to prepare a place for us and He's gonna return us. He's gonna He's gonna return Right? He's going to return for us so that we can be yes. where he is. And the word of God talks about the marriage supper of the lamb. We are going to have a great feast on that first day. And Christ himself says, "What? he will feed us. Can you believe that? He will serve us. And so, yes, we shall have close communion with God the Father and with Jesus Christ. And remember now that man, think about this. Man who strayed so far from God is now represented on the throne of God in the form of Jesus Christ, who is the God-man and who will retain that form forever. Think about that. And so, friends, we will be able to truly fellowship with the monarch of the universe and with Christ
2: forever. Thank you.
1: Amen. And so, Sister Walters, I hope that was clear that, yes, we will be fellowshipping together. We will be fellowshipping with abraham isaac in heaven because we are going to we are going to be in heaven together for the thousand years and we will be coming back on the earth in the new jerusalem together as we will be fellowshipping on earth together and the lord is going to be the center of it all because he will be our god and he will be the light we no longer need the sun nor the moon because he's going to be our light praise god
3: amen and i heard a gentleman i think there was a gentleman who was trying to Ask a question if you're still there. Could you unmute and ask yes, a question? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's uh, Brother Andrew here. Hopefully, all is well by God's grace.
5: Hi, Brother um, Andrew. Good night.
3: Good night. Good night. Um, this. Good this, night, this Brother study, Andrew. To God be the yes, glory. sir. Amen. This study has really put me in 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 a morning stage. Seeing then, you know, you spoke about. There's so many things that hit don't me. You spoke about. God being the judge, and He's on our yeah. side. Jesus being Amen. our lawyer, and He's on our side. And and yet yeah. still, you know, um, why? And and now I understand why your friend says, man, I, I have to, I I can't allow. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> <But> <laughs> so Andrew, I just wanna, I I, I, yeah. I know how you feel. I, you feel yeah. just like that man. You can't yes, afford sir. for some of the deeds to come up in the judgment. And I guess we all can say that the lesser our greater degrees brother andrew let me tell you something god god is wanting to erase our record thank he is Lord. wanting to wipe it clean so that when the enemy tries to accuse us our record will say forgiven imagine Amen. Us. Amen. mercy mercy okay, so and i just over. want to give god praise and i thank god for using both of you and and and, and i want to thank you all too for making yourself available to the Lord Amen. to be used you tonight. Very powerful study, and it really hit home for me, it really hit home. Thank you Praise guys God. so much. Praise God.
5: Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory Thank
3: you God. very much, Brother Amen. Andrew, and I think that's a good note to to end on. May God bless us and keep us as as we continue to, to live in his presence. We already said the closing prayer, but let me just say, Lord, may the Lord God bless us and keep us, and make His face shine upon us and grant us His peace as we continue to look for and wait for His second coming. God bless you all.
1: Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I just want to thank everybody for joining us on uh, this uh, Thursday Bible study. I pray that um, all those who are online have learned and will continue to just read over those scriptures that were given tonight to dig deeper in the word because we have our father who is the judge and our savior who is our lawyer and with that we know that our case is secured that we are in good hands so let, put let's put him on the case tonight let's yeah. surrender all to him tonight and have him be our judge have him be our lawyer so that when as our names are being called up in the books of heaven, that he will stamp it, approve that his blood is enough and that he has covered our sins and has covered us and that his robe of righteousness will cover us and that we will not be seen. Praise God. I just want to welcome everybody um, tomorrow morning to come on the prayer line tomorrow morning at five o'clock on the same line tomorrow where we will be fellowshipping tomorrow again and where we will be testifying of God's goodness and grace and to hear a powerful word tomorrow morning to just energize us for the day. So I just want um, everyone to uh, join us tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. where we'll be, we will be fellowshipping together again. And I just want also those who are on the line who are contemplating the fast, there will be a fast starting on June 1st to June 21st. Where we will be uh, joining together on Zoom um, at 5 a.m. in the weekdays, on Monday to Friday, we will be we will be coming on the Zoom platform. Um, sorry, we'll be coming on the platform of Zoom every morning at 5 a.m. and on on Tuesdays and on Fridays, we will be on Zoom from 5 to 6. And uh, the other days will be on Zoom from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. So please, um, those who are going to be joining the fast, please um, prepare yourself, pray and seek the Lord in regards to going forward with the fast and allow for him to lead and direct you as we are preparing our soils for the fast, uh, for this coming fast, June 1st to the 21st. So I pray that the God of peace and glory be with you and your family. May he rest and remain and abide with you all tonight as we continue to reflect on the study tonight about the judgment. How shall you stand on that great day? Have a good night, everyone. God bless you. And remember, Do you have the,
5: the number change? for Zoom?
1: Pardon?
4: Do you have the number for Zoom?
1: The Zoom information will be placed on the website, on the Buttons for Christ website, for those who are interested, and um, we will be uh, giving that out as well, too. So, um, so Sister Kathleen, um, if you go on to the Buttons for Christ ministry website, the homepage, you will get all the information there concerning the book that we will be reading from, which would be... Um, Uh, help in daily living and also going we're reading from the ministry of healing on the same chapter help in daily living from chapters 40 to 43 in the ministry of healing so on the website you will get all the information concerning the fast so anyone who's interested please check our website on the buttons of christ ministries website where you will get all the information concerning the fast praise god I wanted to ask one more question. For
5: those who um, can't do Zoom, do you have another number that they can call in and still participate?
1: Correct. Yes, Sister Elaine, we do have another number that will be also given on the website um, uh, that you can call in and where you will will not be seeing um, what will be presented or seeing the presenter. But, yes, you will be listening in just like how you've called in tonight on the prayer line. It will be uh, just like that, you calling in, and you will be given an actual code or a number, um, and then you will be able to come on and listen to the Sister
4: Elaine, Sister Michelle, I also sent information to Sister Long as well, so she should have it via text already. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so I have it through a text.
1: Sister Kathleen, that could be done. We can send that to you as well. Okay? Okay, thanks. Can you okay. just send God it bless. to me
5: just in case she lost it, please?
1: Yes, sis- yes, Sister Michelle will definitely do that for you, sister um Elaine. Okay. Oh, you. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you. God bless you all. Have a good night, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed.